this is a new add-on to Zoom. It's really scary. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. So, hello. I I would like to start this this first possibilitator training Poland just to talk for a little bit about just how the game world is shaped and so why am I here and why did I send out the email and just kind of our process um, that has been going on. Our, my conversation with Maciek and Clinton and the whole TTTS and just to give the lay of the land and see if you have any question about how this goes. And and then and then I would then give the space holding more to Clinton as as the the TTTS like the trainer for this week. Hello, Natalia. Hey everyone. I want to add in <clears throat> that Magic is actually in the circle of TTTS people. So he we send him to different countries around the world to speak to other groups like other regional possibilitator teams. And so I just wanted you to know that we have three TTTS people here in this call today. And so it's going to be a fine experience. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, so I'm, I was the one who sent out the email and created the group as the sort of going through a process about creating a space in Poland and really having this conversation with, uh, so uh, Maciek, I had some conversation with Natalia and Clinton and other people from the TTTS and being, okay, who, how do we do this? How, how do we create this space in Poland that it works, that there's a, um, a space that is connected also to the global possibilitator training. And so the other group and the connection comes from the TTTS trainers coming every other week, but also there's a, it's more than that. The weaving happens also between the people and between the groups on the Slack platform. And in what I notice is, I think soon enough in this possibilitator training for now, it's more, let's say divided in regions because there's a, an attraction of the, the space in the regional space, but it, it, will, it will at some point go into specialties. And so there's already, for example, the specialty of the trainer path and it has, uh, the trainer path is now global just because of the amount of people, it does not make sense to have regional trainer paths. So but that's one specialty of the possibilitator training. And so you might find in the, in the global group of the possibilitator training that you have similar interests or you say, I, I, I wanna practice this. I, I really, this is my specialty. I'm a, I'm a center manager, I'm a, a midwife, I'm a mediator, I'm a, a cat psychologist. Cat whisperer. Cat, cat whisperer. <laughs> yes. where, where are the other cat whisperers that I can practice with? <laughs> Stuff like that. But, and, and so for Poland, I, I really was having this pain or this want, this, I, I wanted that there is a space that, that is connected really to the global possibilitator training. And, and so I, I said, well, if I want to have a space, then I, 
okay, then it's my job. Like it's, it's a job on my bench. And so here I am as a space holder. So I'm, I'm the regional space holder for Poland with really the clear intention. And I want to put it in space right now that I soon somebody will, will take that job. So we'll be uh, like we train to hold space for the regional, the regional possibilitator in Poland. And it would make more sense, I think, to me, and it's part of the game world that it would be somebody, a Polish person. And, and so that will be, a, I think, a conversation. And I don't know, it will take three months, six months, less or more. I, I don't know how long it will take for really one, one person, one of you to really say, okay, I, I, want, this, I want this to happen. And, uh, and I'm, I'm freeing and you and Chloe of, of, of the job. So I'm, and, it, and this is really, I mean, in a bigger context or a bit of bigger conversation, it's, it's really this part of the context of replacing yourself. Like whatever, wherever place you are in, you're playing in your game world or the PM Poland game world or possibility management or whatever game world is. If whenever you have this job, if you're, if you turn around and already say, okay, I need an apprentice. I need somebody to replace me. Then whenever you get comfortable or competent at your job, you can say, okay, this person is not yet competent or comfortable, but they're going to replace me. So I am free for my, for the next level, for my next job that I might not know what it is. But if you haven't prepared someone to replace you, then if you leave, there's a vacuum. And often for me, it was, too painful to leave a vacuum where I was working because I cared, I, I cared about. So this, for example, the, the Rage Club, I haven't delivered Rage Club in six months, I think almost. And, but there's Rage Club happening all over the world. And so I don't have pain of not delivering Rage Club because I know that people are, are getting the distinction and the experience and, and the, yeah, really the, like the initiation into Rage. Because what I what I what I do then is I deliver Rage Club space holder training, and so mm, I'm going to throw that in the, the space right here. Is in, so you yeah. do Rage Club space holder space holder and replace yourself there too. Yes, I mean I'm already I'm already doing this. Like so, so Vera was there with me, who in in a way being an apprentice and and also holding the space and. In the next Rage Club space holder training, Sofia Magdalena is an apprentice, so that then she can deliver a Rage Club space holder training. So there's different ways to have apprent like apprentices or replacing yourself. So it's at the space holder level, I I like working with this team, like one on one, or 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 two. There was even Tristan in the in the Rage Club space holder training before, who's in New Zealand. Something like that. I mean, in terms, hmm, I don't know. Do you guys have any questions? I don't know how much you know. We've talked about it in some calls and, and I've had a, a call with Claudia, for example, for your application into the possibilitator training. So I've mentioned some bits and pieces around. I don't know if I'm missing anything, Clinton, or if anybody has any questions about how do we play the game? How do we play this game? I have a question. Yeah. 
what's the difference between the possibilitator and and the trainer path? So what's the trainer path now? Yeah, the the possibilitator training is really this in a way more open about committing to yourself to deliver whatever work is needed to deliver to build bridges to next culture. And so, and that might look, that, that has so many dimension, like every facets of modern culture and other facets needs to come to life and needs people who have upgraded thoughtware and who can create possibilities for others. And so this is really the possibilitator with all different specialty. And the trainer path is one of, is just one of the specialty of the possibilitator training. And it's really clearly, the trainer path is for possibilitators who are delivering expand the box and who are preparing themselves for labs if they want to deliver lab or people or possibilitator who are seriously preparing themselves to deliver their practice expand the box. So we're talking about between six and eight months before they would deliver their practice expand the box, then it would be, it seemed like it would be a time, valuable time for them to get into the, the trainer path. I mean, Martin, there was this really confusing time where, and Chloe opened up a global community and can you hear me okay? You guys hear me okay? Yeah, okay. <clears throat> and and Chloe opened up this global community and it was seeming like the community for possibility management, but it was really, she called it the trainer path. And then we started to try to train these people to be trainers and they were not ready. They, they did not go through the 50 or 100 initiations that are needed before deliver trainings. So then, so then we had to go through this whole thing where we're interviewing everybody and we realized that out of, out of the, I don't know, 70 or something people who were around the trainer path program, only eight or 10 of them were actually specializing in trainer. And the one guy in New Zealand, Jay, he said, if I don't get to be in the trainer path, what do I get to be in? And that's what gave birth to the possibilitator training. <clears throat> so now we have this fantastic, I mean, today I was just working on the possibilitator skills website and I'm so excited about the skills for possibilitator skills. There's so many and they're so great. And this is what can be worked on in the possibilitator calls, the working together or meetings. And then, you know, there are so many specialties that I don't even know about that people will develop, but there's, so, so that's the place now is like, we have possibilitator training and it's really the thing. And some, some of the people will be like Aunt Chloe said, midwives or creating new kinds of school systems or doing healing work and initiatory work and doing all kinds of other uh, building game worlds and communities and projects and all these things that require these possibilitator skills. And, and they're not, they're, they're, their job is not to deliver expand the box trainings. So they have all these other jobs to do. <clears throat> So now there's only eight or 10 people in this 
trainer path actually and the, everybody else is in the possibilitator training and it's fantastic to relax about it because people uh, people are have a place to connect around the world and uh, I just opened up the possibilitator couch surfing website again because after the COVID thing there's people, even during COVID, people were doing possibility, possibility couch surfing. People were traveling all over Central America, Costa Rica, Brazil, all over America, sleeping on couches from different possibilitators. And we got so many reports of how great that is. So we're, um, that's this possibilitator game world. Just in terms of yeah, in terms of more like logistics, I don't know if I I will send in the in the in the Telegram group a link to join the Slack. So I don't think any everybody is in the Slack, and this is really this global platform for connection. And you can really you can say, hey, I want to meet the American people. Like, when are you having your weekly call? I, I want to join. Like, give me the link. Or and it's so there's New Zealand, uh, Germany. There's going to be actually two group. Where there's going to be Germany and then the, uh, this is bad, uh, Dach, which is like Dutchland, Austria, and, and Switzerland. That's going to be held by Christine Dershner. I think some of you have met her online. And so in North America, Brazil, Portugal. And so really any of them, you, you, can, you can go in and just, yeah, meet, meet, the peop meet, meet your friends, meet your colleagues around the world. And there's, like we have, uh, I think I wanna mention it here. Like we have resources. So I made a website called Possibilitator Resources, which is the way, how do we, how do we interact with each other? Like what, what are the platforms and the tools that we use to interact? And so for example, we have a Google calendar that is for our internal uh, events. And so if you wanna make an event for all the possibilitator around the world, so for example, the cafe uh, tonight, that's a global event. And so you can put your event on there and you can also see when other, all the weekly calls are on, uh, on that calendar. And often, sometimes there's the link that is there. So that's a Google calendar. And then we have another calendar that is for all, this is mostly for online events offered by Possibilitator. And on the Slack, you have this link where you can modify it and just send, and this is the link that is mostly out for uh, clients, really clients around the world. And so if people say, well, I want to do a Rage Club and I just send them the link and all the Rage Club are listed. So you can list your Rage Club, your, your talk, uh, your, your Fear Club, Gremlin Club. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what you guys are cooking up uh, over there, but any, yeah, only mostly online, online events. And yeah, there's some like list of website for the skills. For example, there's a website for so possibilitator skills, and there's a website for this is really for the trainer path mostly, but it's called practice expand the box. And so for those of you who already have this uh, seed or this fire about okay, I want to, I'm this is my path. I, I want to be an expand the box trainer. This practice expand the box website is is really filled with context and. Uh, the processes, what are the processes to go through to be a, an expand the box trainer? So there's stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. 
it's not working. I just also want to say that in this group, so Magdalena, uh, Magdalena Oh would be also, she's also in, the, in this team and she couldn't make it today. And I, I would have this question really rapidly right now about a weekly calls. Is there any, is like, are, are you guys prefer evenings or mornings? Are you, some of you are working and so are we talking about evenings? Because this is, this doesn't have to be the time for our weekly calls. And I just want to have a, a, uh, an idea of where to shoot to make the doodle. So any strong preference or preference? For me, that would be weekdays, evenings. Weekdays, evenings. Same here. Too. Yeah. Emilia? Yeah, also for me. Okay. For me as well. From five, it's okay. Okay. Preferably from Monday to Wednesday, because usually Thursday and Friday, I hold spaces for rage or for other workshops. So yeah, that's my preference. Okay, Magic, any? I prefer mornings. Okay. Yeah, I usually have things on, on in the evening, so yeah, it's easier in the morning or during the day. Okay, Marcin, any? At the moment, I don't have like like I, I'm most of the time I'm available if you know like I have only this thing with my child and. But it might change. It's like it's not because for the moment, for the next month or two, I don't have anything at all, almost, and it, it might change. Okay. Next one, yeah, and and also I, I I will have another question about that, but maybe later on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And Eva, I think you said in the evening also. I, evening, yeah, and. Uh, on Monday, we have uh, the Spark experiment group, so yeah. it's also not available. Yeah, cool. I had that in mind. Okay, so I'll, I'll send out a doodle and see what, how we can work out. This, this other thing is when there's people from uh, other countries, such as Ana Norembuena, who's like 12 hours across, sometimes you will need to, or actually I will need to be checking with her when, when we can make that work. So it, it could be that sometimes it just changes around for, to welcome the, the TTTS trainer. Okay, Marcin. Uh, yeah, I wanted to actually also ask about the rules of engagement of being here and also like kind of a, like how can people can come in as well? Like who can be invited and also about this thing like um you know you said about the weekly calls and i don't know if i can be every week and like for the moment it's really difficult for me to uh say the exact amount of of the time and re resources i can put it put into it because of him so yeah. yeah so for your first question in terms of who can come in the we we found that people need to have done at least an expand the box and preferably one like one lab, some labs, but really expand the box is the minimum. And then what they would do is they, you send them to the website and they, they read the entire website. So they get really a, an idea about what are they committing to, like what are they entering in? And then they send a message at the end in the sign up, which goes to Vera. And then there's a, there will be an interview. So for about half of you, 
it seems like the interview was uh, not relevant because of this path that we've been kind of on together. But for example, I, I had a talk with Claudia and we went through those questions and I asked for her purpose and, but also, you know, are you taking any drugs? Are you drinking any alcohol? Are you uh, com committed to 10 labs and, and committed to join to calls? So this is the kind of call that we, would, we have with people. And, and Clinton? Call with Amelia. Yeah. I really enjoyed that conversation. So. So that's that's how it that's how it goes. So uh, and if you want to be part of this, we would call it a guardian team. It's the the guardian at the door before the possibilitator training. You can come into the calls to learn how it goes, and then you can. Um, we might even then give you jobs of talking to people because there's two things that it might be that in your game world you you basically in every game world. It needs to happen. It needs to be. A, it needs to have a guardian for the game mode to fly. Otherwise, it becomes this hippie drop-in, drop-out. Uh, everybody comes, and it's all beautiful and peaceful, and, and actually nothing really happens in terms of um, transformation or evolution of clarity. Or so this is a great. If you if this is one of your jobs to be a guardian, just talk to me or Vera. And you can come and like be in the calls to check out these calls work. And the other part is it could be also, I mean, as the game world, as this group and other groups keep going is people's commitment might change. So some people came into, for example, the trainer path and then, and then they, they started university, they, um, one of the whatever they had children they and so their commitment was like was actually not for the trainer path anymore but they couldn't say they couldn't say oh, okay i'm not i want to leave or i changed or this is not what i want anymore most people don't know how to have this conversation and so it's the job of the guardian to really have this connection with everybody and be okay is this still the game you want to play and that's really the question and if you want to play another game it's fine there's nothing wrong or bad about that but if, if there's people who are not playing the game in this team, then it, it, it kills the team. It kills the, the village part and the commitment and the, we're on this journey together. And so it's just, it's clean and it, it's a care for the game world to say to those people, okay, good. it's a goodbye call basically. And it's a thank you for being on this journey for a while and, and, and now it's, um, it's over. Our part of the journey is over together. And what was the other question, Martin? How do people come in? And, oh, rules yeah. of engagement, like kind of a, like, like what, you know, like rules of, of, of engagement of being in this game world. Well, really the, the main thing is you want to be here. You want to be here, you want to play, you want to discover, you want to transform, you want to be on this path. And I get it that there's stuff that happens in life like a child. And, and so that you're um, in terms of saying, yes, I'll be there every week. You can't say that yet. You, can say, you cannot say that right now. And, but it's, it's about, do you wanna play? Do you wanna play? And, and maybe it shows up in different way than showing really every week to the call, but it will, it, it shows, 
it shows up it you you can you you can feel if people play with you or they don't or they don't play and so but there's a way that for example in america there's some people who just don't show up to calls because because they have to pack their luggage you know they don't show up to calls because i don't know what and and it's like okay, well, I'm not interested in being a team in a team like that. People who just would find any excuse to not show up to the call. So it's also this part of the rules of engagement is that you arrange your life so that the possibilitator training is a big part of your life that you actually get fed and you want to, you want to be here. Yeah. Wanted to add in the cool thing that happened because of the online meetings with the COVID and stuff is because suddenly you get to meet Ana Nora Buena. She gets to come and be every few, some weeks or some months you see Ana Nora Buena. She's this amazing Chilean woman who lived in Germany and now lives in New Zealand, lived in a community. And it's just amazing. Uh, she's this ETB and lab trainer in New Zealand. You get to, she gets to be with you. You get to hang out with Cornelius Butz from Germany. You get to hang out with uh, uh, Lee Kumar. Yeah. Uh, Lee Kumar, who's this wild guy from, he was in expand, he was in expand the box training, one of the first expand the box trainings ever in 1998, something like that. And then then he, he went through through his labs and everything and he was done by 2007 or something. And then we didn't see him for 15 years. And then all of a sudden he's back and, and you get to meet him. And so this is this fabulous wild guy. And anyway, I, I'm so glad that we get to like connect. The, the community really gets to connect with our resources. These are these incredible people. You guys, other people get to meet you. They get to meet you and they, like who would ever imagine? They would never imagine getting to talk to people in English or with a translator in, you know, who are, who are the evolutionaries in Poland? Who are the edge workers in Poland? So we get to meet them and talk with you guys. So I just am really excited about the exchange that gets to happen, how it's set up right now. So when those guys come on, you ask them any question about anything, all right? Really lean mm -hmm. on them. You know, they just like any question you want about them, about the world, about life, about money, about anything, just really lean on them about, you know, revolution, transformation, any of this stuff, whatever, whatever is really in you that are totally available for that. So don't, don't, I mean, they can, they can come in and entertain you guys, you know, they can come in, but the best thing is when you put on the table what you really want, what's really important to you right now, you know, what's what's bothering you that you can't really talk with other people about, these kind of things. Are there any other questions about the, like the, how the game world works, how possibilitator training works? So I have a question around um, 
Because I assume there is a reason why we are divided also by, by countries at, at this stage, not only the language, but does it mean that some stage will be meeting in person? And that's the idea behind keeping it regional so we can actually meet or, um, yeah, that's the, that's the take. You know, we're, there's actually in, I don't know, July, when is it? When is, there is a, a first possibilitator training in person in Portugal with whoever can make it, whoever can come there. So what, do you know the dates? Included? Yeah, it's the last week of June. It's 23rd to 27 of June, 23rd to 27 of June. Five days. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's essentially free. I mean, it's, you know, the way Possibilitator works is, is the, it doesn't cost anything to be in Possibilitator and it doesn't, when they have a, a a lab, a possibilitator lab, it's the, it's something like a hundred euros or whatever, just for organizing everything and bringing it all together, plane flights for the trainers and all that kind of stuff. And then, then we have five days of radical experimenting together in the possibilitator labs. So, and then, you know, the, what it, the only thing that really costs anything is just to going to possibility labs or ETBs when you do those, but the, when you do the second expand the box training, it's half. When you do the third, it's half again. By the fourth one, it's almost free. So like the point is to, to spread the treasure around, to get everybody, like to give this old stuff away as fast as we can and to empower each other to deliver what we really came here to deliver. So whatever your specialty is, whatever your project is, wherever you need this stuff to work, that's where we coach each other and empower each other and, and really, so we can succeed at it. It's really, that's a winning happening game that way. So then there is a possibility at some stage that we'll do a uh, possibility of training actually in Poland, right? Not, not to fly to, to Portugal, but we can maybe then consider hopefully in the near future to, to run some of those in Poland as well, right? Yeah. And it, but it really takes someone to just say, hey, I, I want to meet, I want to meet you guys. I want to meet you in, in the flesh, you know, and I mean, a lot of you live in the same kind of area and I know you've been meeting a lot physically, which is not the case for other possibilitators in, in other countries, but it, it takes really one person to say, okay, let's do this. When are the dates? Here are the dates. This is how much it costs. And, and here we go. So, yeah. And you know, this is, I know like Matchek took a stand for possibility management to come to Poland. And still, this is, this is the dark ages still. This is the very beginning of possibilitator stuff in Poland. And so there's every school, every hospital, every organization, really every birthing center, every psychological center, really every, all these places do not have distinctions that there are four feelings, that there's a difference between feelings and emotions, that you do not have to stay in the space that you're currently in, that you can navigate the space to a different space that has other possibilities. Like all this stuff is not known to people, even in Poland. And so I think there's thousands of people in Poland who are, are edge workers. I mean, Poland has been this amazing country through the years, ha had to rapidly evolve in many situations. I don't really know much about Polish history, 
but my sense of it is there's been so much need for, to evolve, to quickly adapt to new situations, make things work, figure things out. And I think the tools of possibility management go perfectly with that. It's just perfect support for that. And so I think there are evolutionary people all over Poland who if they knew about this stuff, they would be completely turned on. So I think that, Claudia, like you said, that if you just keep in mind, there's really thousands of people in Poland who are hungry for this, and that the sooner you can tell them about it, the sooner they can come together. Mm. I think it's, it's really, only, what we're finding lately, like when I first started to do this stuff, back in the early 2000s, it, 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 how many, it was flat, like the line was flat. Like we were just weirdos out in left, left field, way out in the cornfield somewhere. And so, but now there's this kind of a curve going on and we're somewhere in here. We're not way back here. Like we're somewhere, things are really kind of getting more and more expanding quicker and quicker. So we really need base holders for possibilitator training in Poland. And, and who knows, you know, there could be five or 10 teams like this in Poland, and then they can all come together. I don't think it will be so long in the future. So, I mean, the point for me is to not keep it a secret. There's, there's a, I don't know, there, there's a tendency sometimes when we find something that feels really safe or clear or like, like, a, like we have a home, kind of like a home, that we want to protect it and hold on to it. And then new people want to come in, we go, no. But this kind of a home works with flow, works with flow. And so it's the tool in possibility management is called roll the energy, roll it, just keep, keep the thing rolling. So when new people come in, you go, yes go yes and you know here's what here's what needs to happen here's here's your steps here's here's the team here's the like and you yes and and if you just keep rolling it it will it goes really well the whole it works out really well and if you start resisting something try to find out what that is try to find out do an emotional healing process find out what the fear is find out what the jealousy is find out whatever it is because uh, th that's what would stop the flow. If everybody's afraid and nobody's talking about it and nobody's using the intelligence of the fear, the whole thing kind of solidifies, gets petrified like a stone. But if you keep it rolling, ro roll it to the next thing, just roll it to the next thing, keep your center, your grounding cord, your bubble, stay connected with people and keep it rolling. I think if you looked back now in possibility management, you could tell the times when it was stuck and you could tell the times when it was rolling. You could feel the difference. And it, and it sometimes rolls pretty fast. <laughs> sometimes these last few months it's been rolling really fast in terms of my perspective. It just feels like things have been rolling and popping and expanding pretty fast in the last few months. So sometimes it rolls fast, sometimes it doesn't, but if you just keep it rolling, that would be a great thing. I'd like to, if there's no more questions or if there's questions later, that's fine. Is there anything else right now? I just Mark? want to add about what you were saying that, so 
I know there's there's a there's a there's a community of possibility managers in in Poland, and here are, we are uh, whatever eight, and then Magdalena is also there. But so you, you invite the people who would you want to play in in this game. Just really in, invite them and tell them how it goes. And and but it's mm, don't hesitate to bring people in. And I think after a group, if there's more than 15 people, probably it needs to have a second group. There would be a second group in Poland like that. But we're not there yet. So whoever you, you say, okay, they, they, they're ready. They're, they want to take a stand, but they have blocks or they have fears or they, have, they don't have the skills. It's like, okay, well, this is the place where they can have the team for emotional healing process and the team for skills. Mm -hmm. So in, invite invite your colleagues like that yeah that was it any other considerations anybody thinking about something you want to check you had something to say the little one oh man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wants to be part of this already yeah she said yeah let's go <laughs> <laughs> okay I, I want to talk about hierarchies and I have a here a, a spark that was just written and I, another website called Taurus Technology and those, the Spark, I hope it's a brand new one. It's the latest one. And it's, we did not publish it yet in a newsletter. But that's, this is one, it turns out to be really relevant because the game world of possibility management uses Taurus technology. So Taurus technology means that we meet in a circle. So I know that in, in here on the screen, we're in little rows, but the idea is we're in a circle. And uh, the we were not raised in a in a culture like this we were raised in a culture where there was a word called leadership and a leadership designed into a hierarchical power system which is a triangle and so the the higher up you are in in your position in this hierarchy then theoretically you have more power and the people above tell the people down below what to do. It's a top-down command and control organizational design. It's a standard design used in capitalist patriarchal empire, which is what's out there. Every single organization that I've looked into in the modern culture, all the way from hospitals to non-government organizations, like health organizations like the Red Cross, or churches or schools and government military it's all hierarchical all of it and so we were thrown in school in uh, at the bottom of the hierarchy in the our in our elementary or beginning school program and all through school there was this hierarchical structure where the older kids have were higher up in the hierarchy than the younger kids then there's the teachers, and then there's the administrators, and then there's the regional administrators, and all. then there's the government, and there's this whole pyramid. And we were trained 
to, to have our place in the pyramid, which is usually at the bottom of the pyramid. And then if we receive orders or we receive the curriculum, we're told what to do. And so for our whole developmental years, we've been told what to do, when to do it, and we're graded. We get grades about it. So people judge us, they criticize us, they can make us look really bad by giving us bad grades. We are threatened and it's a high power threat. And so after 14 years of this, then we come out of school and we look in the world and we go, oh my God, what do I do now? Who's going to tell me what to do? Because we do not know how to be in the world without somebody telling us what to do. And so we may not like hierarchies, but we don't know where our center is. We don't know where our authority is. We don't know where our voice is. We don't know where our vision is. We're not connected to our inner or outer resources. So we go get a job. And then in the job, somebody tells us what to do again. I can relax. I, I know what to do. What I know what to do is I do what they tell me to do. So in, in real life, in the world, there is nobody to tell you what to do. In the real world, nobody tells you what to do. The only time that you would know what to do is if you are being adaptive, meaning if you're submitting yourself to other people's authority. And if you submit yourself to someone else's authority, then you know what to do. And so that's a really good uh, test. If you think you know what to do, okay, well, who told you? And, and does that make you feel safe? And then you're in some kind of a hierarchical structure. But the thing is, the spark is about if you're in a hierarchical structure, if you're in a hierarchy, you put yourself there. You made the hierarchy. So why would somebody make a hierarchy? Why would somebody do that? Can you guys talk to me about that? Why would, why would you put yourself into a hierarchy? To have a sense of belonging to something. Okay. Takes less energy. It's like... Can you say more about that, Claudia? Um, when you know where you're at, sort of in, in, in the in the hierarchy, it's sort of like, okay, this is where my limits are. This is what I can do. This is what I cannot do. This is the person that I'll look up for or I take care of depending where I'm at. So it's like you get a very like clear box uh, for yourself. Mm -hmm. What else do you get to do in that kind of a situation? My question is more about the shadow side of that situation. So you I are in a child responsibility? Oh. Low yeah. drama. Okay. Eva, what were you going to say? Yeah, it's low drama. I can complain. I can put blame on others. I can stay small in my box. I can do nothing, I can stay in frames. Yeah, thank you. So 
so because of our study in possibility management about the three worlds and about the, our gremlin part and our box and our gremlin, then it's okay for us to talk about those things with clarity. We can, we can have clarity. So if I complain, I'm, I'm basically putting myself into a victim position. If I'm putting myself in a victim position, I'm creating a low drama. The victim is the most powerful position in the low drama. Then somebody can rescue me or somebody I can find who's persecuting me. And then I, if I can really prove that this person is persecuting me, I can get revenge. I can turn it around and I can become the persecutor. And this whole, this whole gremlin game gets played out. And so I can't tell you how many times I talk to people who are working in a, a company or a job or something, and it's really only about that. Really, their whole day long is about low drama, gremlin feeding frenzy at work. And so, and then they come home exhausted, come home tired. And then they go back and then there's complaining and blaming and competition, competition, trying to move up the hierarchy, trying to get somebody's job, trying to make them look bad or trying to be a really good uh, employee. So they promote you. You know, all of this stuff is is played out in this hierarchy. Go ahead, and Chloe. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you know, I get it that there's a sense of hierarchy in the in the corporation or even in, it, in any job in the patriarchy. But for example, what Emilia you said and you said, oh, so I can have a sense of belonging. And when I ask people about how many glass of alcohol do you drink, and people were saying, well one or two, not every week, but sometimes. And my question is, what was, so what was going on? Like, why would that be important to do that? And people said, so then I can be with other people. I can celebrate, I can belong to the group. And that's okay, but that's a hierarchy then. Because when I started kind of asking questions, they were like, well, that's not the, the way that I would want to celebrate with them, but, but they do it. And so then I'm a, I'm, I give my center or like I'm a victim of their, the way they want to celebrate. And so therefore putting themselves in a hierarchy in terms of what, what is celebration. And so I think it happens in our, in our life, like in even more and more subtle ways than just, am I an, am, am I an employee? Mm. Yeah. But like I, the other day, just before like my son was born, we watched the, the, uh, the movie Avatar for the second time or like first I don't know and I had like those thoughts about it. so like I had like this big longing of of being in a culture like this and also like when I think of gamers like you know which are in connection to earth and da -da -da, yeah and still it seemed like in this culture in avatar they had the the hierarchy so there was this like a chief there was like someone and at this one time, there's this big longing of being in a culture like this. And at the same time, they had all of those ways how to be. Like, you know, they have like this fixed initiations. They had uh, all of those things. And people actually who say, what are the initiations are? So I thought like, okay, so, but it's, it, so it's, for me, it's like a hierarchy, which I'm in a way long to, and at the at the same time is 
Yeah, so it's like what I'm saying is for me, it's not so simple. And I'm also wonder how, how does it is in possibility management in a way like, you know, because for me, a possibility management is something I'm here because I long to create a culture which will be sustainable. And when it's created, is it like, is it hierarchy or not? Like, because, you know, like Clinton is saying like, this is the initiation that you need to do to be initiated man. So is it a hierarchy or not? Yeah, great question. Thank you. And Chloe, is it okay if I speak? Yeah. The culture that's showed in the Avatar movies is based on indigenous cultures around the world, indigenous human cultures. And in the indigenous culture, if you look at their initiatory processes, what happens is is they have their ancestors and their tradition. And your initiation, during your initiation, you are, you, you are, your authority, your point of origin is moved from you and put into the hierarchy of the ancestors and the traditions. And after your initiation then you know how to, what clothes to wear, you know how to build a house, you know how to have children, you know what, how to name your children, you know about what rituals are for, for healing and for birth and death and celebrations are all defined for you by the hierarchical structure of the chief, like you said, and the ancestors in the traditions, it's all defined. And so, that, that kind of a culture is, is relatively regenerative uh, because they have methods for population control, which is basically they eat each other. They, they eat the other tribes because there's your tribe and everybody else are not really human beings. Everybody else are the edible ones. You can research this, it's all pretty clear. And so, the human beings are only your tribe, the ones who wear your clothes, do your rituals, speak your language, and everybody else are less than human. And then, and those you can disregard, you can just fight them and kill them or whatever. And so the thing that we're inventing, the thing that we're working on together, in my view, is a culture that has not ever existed on the earth before. And it is a culture of authentically or archetypally initiated adult women creatively and joyously collaborating with archetypally initiated adult men. And, and that's next culture, it's archiarchy. It's the culture that would naturally emerge after matriarchy and patriarchy have run their course. And so I don't think it ever existed. I've done research in uh, 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 the all, like all the old cultures over in Troy and what's the, um, what's the name of those? Um, uh, oh, I almost have it. The Minoans, the Minoan culture that was on Crete, for example. I thought they were, I thought they were this amazing patriarchal uh, culture, but they were not. It was a total patriarchy, slaves, women were lower. They had this whole, it was not archiarchy. So I'm, 
culture after culture that I've researched is all turning out to be either this indigenous thing or this patriarchal thing. And so the thing that we're working on is completely different. It's a, it's a new thing. And it's hard to imagine how it would be us doing this new thing. And the new thing is where it isn't a hierarchy and because you can make proposals because you can you have the power to make suggestions or proposal i propose this i i make an offer here's my offer and so you can make an offer to anybody in the game world so when we first ran possibility management we just had one big circle and then about four years ago five years ago it got too big for one circle and before we did not know what was happening, but there was a secret people behind the scenes who were running the big website, you know, paying for, you know, getting for upgrades. They were translating the books, translating the sparks. They were organizing trainer trainings. They were organizing uh, uh, events. It was like a, and so finally we gave it a name and we called it Infinity Ring. So it's actually a circle inside the other circle and it, it is made up of nodes and the people who are making behind the scenes like for example and chloe is is in a node for uh helping send out the possibility management newsletter so if she was not doing that we would not have a monthly possibility management newsletter so she doesn't get paid she, nobody tells her to do this nobody she did not ask anybody she just started to do it. Now we have a possibility management newsletter every every month. And but that but but it's and the node and the infinity ring who's doing possibility management newsletter. Now, if somebody else said, I, I think the possibility management newsletter, I think it should be different. I'd like it, I want it to be different. And they make a proposal. Well, guess what? They are now in the node. They are now in the node and they can help make the possibility management newsletter different every week. And so the little group who's making the newsletter, they get to decide about how the newsletter looks, how it comes out, what's in it. And then, and that's true for every, everything in the game world. Go ahead, Aunt Chloe. Martin, you had, you And I just wanted to say- Yeah, I wanted to- That's from Taurus technology. That's how Taurus technology works. You know, bigger circles, infinity ring, nodes, there's nodes everywhere, and you take responsibility for the things that you care about. And, and when you have resistance, that means you care about it. And then you're in the node and you help make decisions. You make proposals to anybody, anywhere about anything, even transformational proposals. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. I, oh, yeah, go, Martin. Okay, so like, yeah, because I'm glad that we talk about it because I had those thoughts uh, last time. Is like you say, because I don't really get what the hierarchy is in a way. Because you know, like you say, like you can make proposal, and, and so it's not a hierarchy because you make proposal, but someone makes a decision. And in my world, is like my thoughts are is like it's not hierarchy if everyone included in a decision making uh, uh, in a way. And um, and actually, because I have this thing like when I think of 
someone like for example you have this circle of trainer trainer trainers or i don't know what you know so like there's someone who in my world if it's a trainer of a trainer and i'm a trainer it's kind of uh, above me in a way and for me it creates a hierarchy in a way so i can make a proposal but this person actually makes uh, decisions and i'm actually okay with this because for me this provides some kind of order i can learn and there's no such chaos but it's like so the question for me is it a character or not i don't know if you know what i mean because for me it seems to yeah but that's because you were trained to think in hierarchy we, every one of us been trained to think okay. in hierarchy so as soon as we see, there's no two human beings that i've ever seen that are equal in anything or everything anyway people Nobody, you guys are not equal to each other. You're not equal to me. I'm not equal to you. No, none of us are equal. It is not equal. And so there's, you can, you can fantasize a concept of a hierarchy. So, you know, Marchin, you're better at being Marchin than I can. I cannot be Marchin. So it's a hierarchy. You're, you have the Marchin hierarchy. So, and then I'm, I'm suppressed. I'm, I, I'm, I'm underprivileged in the, in, I cannot be marching. Because yeah, it, it, yeah, but can I just stop here? Because for me, what I get is like this narrative of hierarchy being something bad. And for me, it's like kind of a, when you come as a trainer, trainer, I'm like, cool, because you're more experienced as a trainer. And for me, it's like, it seems like I'm coming into the hierarchy. And for me, it's something positive. It's not like I'm underprivileged and I'm suppressed out of eyes. Just like I have my center, I can take what I decide from you, and still, for me, is a hierarchy, and, and for me, it's a good, a good, uh, positive. It's like something that I want to actually. So, so for me, yes. Forget what you're saying. I'm just. I hope you can hear me still. So, that is still hierarchical thinking, and so there's. Why don't you, you know, you could ask, why, why would I, Clinton Callahan, be in, spend an hour and a half talking to this group of people who I only hardly ever get to see in Poland, why would I spend my time talking to you? I do not get paid for this. What, there, there is no benefit for me. So what is the benefit for me is I get to be in a transformational space. So my benefit is, I get to be in a transformational space with people interested in being in a transformational space. This is a rare thing in the world. There are not many transformational spaces actually happening in the world. I get to spend an hour and a half on my Sunday being with you guys in this transformational space. And so there, this is the, we are exchanging value. We are exchanging value here. Me and Aunt Chloe and Matchek or whatever, everybody, you guys all, we all exchange our best in this space. We give our best in this space. And if one person knows more about something than I do or has more experience, this is fantastic. We exchange. And at the end, we get an hour and a half of food from having been together in a transformational space without hierarchy. You can, I'm sure you can conceive of some made up hierarchy 
that you think of, but it's not what's really going on. This is archiarchy. It's a circle. There's no hierarchy. And there are different circles around. You guys have this project going on. Some of you are in the project. Some of you are not. So who's, is there a hierarchy? I don't know, but I'm not in the project. So you're, you're in the project and I'm not. So I, it's a hierarchy. You guys are higher up because you're in the project and I'm not. This is a, so any hierarchy I build is for gremlin food. That's what I'm suggesting. That if you conceive of any situation that you're in, which is hierarchical, then, then it is gremlin food. Why are you doing that? What are you getting out of it? And Metric, Metric is gonna say something next. Yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to share my personal discovery with exactly what you just described. Oh, wow. So may, maybe Martin, it will be useful for you and everybody else. So when I start going to labs, I love the, the magic, the, the, the transformational space. And I, and I hated the, the gala dinner and the small talk cafe. My, my, my box just said, no point. I mean, I'm wasting my time. And it's, so I did two or three labs. And then I said, and now I have to do another seven of these. All these, and I know it's really small talk. And, and I stopped going to labs because they don't make sense. It was pure gremlin food. So I could avoid going to labs because of that. And why? Because if I want to become a fully qualified trainer or whatever, I have to submit myself to the hierarchy because then whoever, Clinton or Michael are coming and they are setting up the space. And I have to sit there and I'm a victim of being in the space. And I thought, and it's, so it's, it's compulsory. I have to go through this pain of being there and pretend I enjoy it just to get to the level and I get the certificate or whatever. And at some point I, I discovered that actually I can accept the invitation. So somebody is creating the space and I can actually co-create. I can be, I can do anything. And I'm grateful that people create spaces. And there was a huge switch. So I cannot be a victim, even though, even though the format is predefined. But I can I can create a space. So I can yeah. Why do you think the format is predefined? Think about it. Wait, think about it. When we first, when I first was in labs, I was the only trainer in the whole world delivering labs. We did not have a, a cafe. We did not have a formal dinner at all. We just did processes the whole time. Yeah. And so, and they were usually only three days long. So, so the, somebody made a proposal let's have a formal dinner. Somebody else made a proposal, let's have a small talk cafe. And so those proposals were accepted, but they're, they are this thin. Those proposals are standing on nothing. And there were, the whole game world is waiting for new proposals. So any proposal you, you would like to make, let's not have, so have you dared to take your authority back enough to say, I'd like to be in the lab and have no small talk cafe and no uh, no no dollar dinner. And you know, I think we should all go swimming naked in the freezing cold river. For, okay, that's my proposal. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but who is making the 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 final decision? So people propose, and someone needs to act. 
accept that? Who's who's accepting? Who's making the the decision? See, here's the thing that you're missing. In your proposal, you can say, and I propose that I make the final decision about this. You could propose that. You've been missing that because you were trained not to think that way. And you just blow that whole thing out of the water. You just blow that thing up. And you get this whole axis. And I propose that, you know, me and Ava, we make the final decision in design and we present it to everybody and that, that we decide on it. You accept the proposal. And, you know, and then people say yes or no. But it's oh, come it, with a count. Oh, yes, and let's have a count. I make a counter offer. Okay, I want to also be in the node of okay. decision. Somebody says they want to be in the node. The point of the nodes is you can have more than one thing happening at the same time. So the ones who want the small tech cafe and the ones who want this freeze in the river, you divide up, go do the thing, and come back two hours later, and everybody's everybody's fed. <clears throat> So, mm -hmm. go ahead. Maybe space for me. <laughs> I, I take this place. So, when you say that, I thought about the community. I was watching community. So, uh, for me, it's like that. That's uh, we make a decision, but it's still creating this kind of uh, that I'm not taking responsibility for my proposition and decision. So it's great that you say that, that we have a different kind of nodes and we still can be a community. Sure. And it's amazing, yeah. So look at, there's two kinds of teams. There's a uniform team and the way you can tell a uniform team is everybody does the same thing at the same time. And you, they often wear uniforms, like an orchestra, you know, marching band, they all wear the same uniform. You know, the police, they do the same thing. Like anybody who's wearing a uniform, they're doing the same thing at the same time, the Olympics, all this stuff. So that's, so, so, then there's an evolutionary team, transformational team. And that's what we're talking about is different. It is not a uniform team. Not everybody is doing the same thing at the same time because people are taking radical responsibility for doing what's needed. And the reason it's a game world is because the group, the team has agreed on the context We've agreed on a level of responsibility. There's these five levels of responsibility in the context of every game world, which a game world is located in one of those levels of responsibility. So no responsibility, child level, adult level, high level, and radical level responsibility. So you can look at the game worlds that you're playing in in different levels. Modern culture is located on child level responsibility because it's making messes with no intention at all of ever cleaning them up, child level. If you want adult level, you have to go out to the edges of modern, modern culture and they don't even understand what you mean by wanting to be adult. They, don't, they, have, they think adult is uh, 
porn pornography or drinking alcohol or cigarettes. That's what adult is. And so, so and then high level and radical level, those are whole different game worlds. And so possibility management is a radical responsibility context. It's a completely different context from that. So I don't know with your project, I don't know what level of responsibility you've chosen. Go ahead, Nicole. And I want to say that, but in the context is not fixed. The context needs ongoing proposal. And that's really what I discovered about what I would call an evolutionary game world or a Gaian game world is you, when you start, you set up, so the level of responsibility would not change. I mean, it, it, it can change, but basically it's pretty much stable. But how do you play the game? The distinction applied and the rules of engagement, how do we play the game? That is, it actually needs to evolve because you change, the environment change, your relationship with other game world changes, the people in the game, in the game world changes. And so basically it needs this ongoing transformational proposal about, okay, we're, we've evolved. It's like, how do, so do, how do we play the game now? And then the proposal can be long, last five minutes, an hour, six months, but not really much more than six months usually. And then it, and, and usually the, how it works is when, so this is not really talking about making a decision like, are we having an intimacy cafe or, or, or are we going to the river? Because that can be divided in, in different nodes and different groups and then we come back together. The transformational proposal about the context of the game worlds, they apply to everybody. Because otherwise you have two games playing at the same time if the rules of engagement, if you have people playing by different rules, then you have two game worlds or mixed context game world and this is war. But so the way it, would, it works is somebody has pain about how something is going on in the game world. It's like there's anger, there's fear, there's maybe sadness or there's this something is off. Like it's, it's not working. And our usual habit is it's not working. Therefore, I'm going to complain to the space holders or who we've put on a pedestal or who we've put in hierarchy above us or we gossip or we triangulate instead of using this pain of saying, okay, it's not, re it's not working. I want it like this. And what is the proposal that I need to get us from where we are to where I want to be? And that's what you were talking about, Amelia. It's this like really radical reliance, like radical reliance on your pain and on your vision of where you want to go, and and that it would and it, that it would serve your transformational proposal would serve the game world even if boxes freak out, even if boxes freak out from your proposal. And I want to say we've made this discovery in the German group in the German possibilitator training is that Sophia Magdalena, for example, was trying to be a leader in mm. the group. And so what she would do is that she would listen to everybody and say, okay, where do you want to go? And then when she would try to, when she would kind of have this answer, she would run in front of everybody and say, okay, then this is where you want to go. Let's all go there. And so in that way, she's trying to be a leader instead of being well, what do, what do I want? How do I want to play the game with you? And, and then I set this, like as the space holder, this is the job of the space holder. And then can be more than one space holder if the purpose is similar saying, 
I'm setting the space for this game to be played. Are you going to play with me? And if you, and if you want to play a different game, it's fine. But this is what's happening here. And this is daring because we, for me, for me, and I've heard other people say, it's like, well, who am I to declare the space of how the, what game is going to be played? Who am I? And, but in a way it's like, in a, so few people are doing that. And so everybody's adaptive to everybody else's thinking of what other people want. And it's a really boring game. And yeah, so the, it's this thing about this setting up the space. This is the game I want to play. And, and, and having still the door open of what do you have proposal about how, how can we play the game with having a, a, a similar purpose? similar context and a similar purpose, I'm, I'm listening to your proposal about how can we make this game better because as a space holder, I don't have all the answers. So I need your group intelligence, yeah. And something I heard Anne Chloe say a couple of days ago, she said, evolutionary games must also evolve. So even if you find something like for your example, Magic, about the, the yeah, formal dinner and the, and the small talk cafe, you know, that's old. It's crystallized. It's lost its debt, it, its life. You know, it's a dead thing. That's probably why you don't like it. So, you know, it's a difficult thing to transmit to the trainers, the lab trainers. I mean, there's a group of lab trainers who, who learned how to deliver labs because they were in the labs that I delivered at a certain period in my life. And then they picked up and mapped on, they took a photograph of the design of that lab and then they duplicate it. And then five years later, some of them came back into a lab that I was delivering and they go, this is not a lab. What are you doing? What do you, what, how did this change? Where, how do you, why are you doing this? Like, what are you doing? And they go, well, we're just copying the lab that you did five years ago. You can't do that, it's dead. That thing, I think it evolved where you got to let the thing evolve. So then you make proposals. You, you're the, you know, magic you would be, or any of you would be the agent, the agency. You would reclaim your agency. Agency means you have the ability to cause change. You can cause things to happen. You have agency. And so you can be the agent who provides offers. I, I, I propose this. Okay, well, who's going to do that? I am going to do it. Anybody else want to do it? Set it up with me? Ten people go yes, and it happens. I, so I have a proposal. I want to say one more thing, okay. which is that there's been proposals in the possibility management game world to mix in ayahuasca, to mix in uh, 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 what's it called? Free sex. Move in. Uh, to mix in, uh, what's that called? Non-monogamy, non, non what's that called? Polyamory. Okay, I'm glad you, polyamory, thank you. There's been these proposals, let's, move, let's do drugs, let's do alcohol, let's do polyamory, let's do, okay. Sorry, that's just a different game world. The, the possibility management game world just does not include those because those tend to be ways to stay numb and to feed gremlins in ways. And so those things are just not going to probably ever show up in possibility management, but who knows? I don't know. But anyway, I just wanted to say that. 
Thanks, Chloe. Yeah, my proposal would be, we have about uh, 10 minutes, nine minutes. And I would like to practice with you. And uh. I would actually um, practice here in the whole group just because of the time that we have. And if one or two people, you have this pain somewhere in either whatever, this team or another game mode that you plan, or it can even be in a relationship. This transformational proposal is so powerful in relationship because this is a, it's an evolutionary game world if you want if you make it like that and to have a whole team here to uh, give you feedback and coaching about uh, how to how to create your proposal what proposal would you be making because it's it's a real skill to be able to do that anybody wants to I accept your proposal <laughs> thank you I don't know what anybody else thinks, but anyway, I accept it. They didn't say yes. anything. Yes, no. I accept as, as well. <laughs> Amelia accepts the proposal also. Yes, I accept. I saw Claudia. Claudia. It's, could, could you hear me as well? I just said. Magic is a thumbs up. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chloe, yeah. go. Tell us how to do this. So I so does anybody have here uh, a pain you, in a game world, and you have some anger, some fear, some sadness about how it's going in your game world, and it could also be this game world, and you want to make a you want to try to make a transformational proposal. Oh, transformation! I've skipped well, the transformation. Okay, to make a proposal then. I'll just give an example. Okay. I just moved into this small house. There's some, some possibilitators living here in Portugal. And there's this small bathroom and anybody who takes a shower in the bathroom, it gets wet in there. And, and if we don't leave the door open, it, gets, it stays damp in there and then it, everything smells and stuff. And so I would like to leave the door. I propose my proposal that I would like to make to this group and I'm gonna make it to you guys. So. I'm making the proposal right now. I propose that even if somebody just used the toilet, that we leave the door open so it continues to dry out between showers. Is that okay with you? Is there any resistance to this proposal? So my, my proposal is for this is also, we can give you feedback and coaching about your, the clarity about if there's anything missing in your proposal. And so the reason I was asking for the resistance is because somebody has resistance and they, they say, uh, my pet cockroach is in the bathroom and I don't want him to get out. And so I, please keep the bathroom door closed or something. So, but but ask, when you ask for resistance, there's surprise elements that has intelligence, that it, it's wise to um, check the intelligence of the resistance to your proposal. I can say my box is freaking out because my mother told me to always close the bathroom door. And so it's going to be a box expansion experiment. <laughs> a deep emotion. What is it? What's the, what is the emotion though? Mad, sad, glad, or scared? <clears throat> uh, I don't fear. I mean, yes. yeah, fear, but also anger. Anger that I was forced to do this yeah but fear that your mother would would yeah Pun yeah yeah yell at me yeah so you're still living 
in our bathroom with your mother's rules. Yes. I apologize. Okay, well, are you going to go through the emotional healing process? It might take about two seconds. But Yes, it's going to be, let's leave the door open. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so I have a resistance as well. So you have uh, different uh, faces, different room. You are sitting in your room when you work and think about evolutionary stuff. But then you have a bathroom, which is a different yeah. space and, and with different energy. Are you saying yes? you or I? Did you say I? I. Yeah. I mean you, but uh, yes, that's I. Uh, I think I think Emilia, you met you, Clinton. You said yeah, yeah, yeah. you're, you're sitting mean, in a room. Yeah, that's where I'm sitting in the room. But still, I yeah. So I try to yeah. What I try to do, I try to show you that this is maybe not a good idea <laughs> because when you uh, this is what I've heard also from uh, possibility management trainer that it's not good to to mix the energy of the spaces. So you should uh, close the door of the bathroom. So my, uh, uh, so my uh, confusion is like a fear and anger is that these spaces will be mixed. So I have a proposal about your proposal. Yeah. And that is that let us practice learning to close energetic spaces without a physical door. Let's close the energetic door or putting our attention in a certain place and not another place. So we can close the space energetically without using a physical door. We just close it energetically, seal it. Would you, would you be willing to practice that? Yes. Thank you. Me too. Cool, thank you. Any other wisdom for Clinton's proposal or feedback and coaching. I, I would just say, I would wanna give somebody else a, a chance. We get a few more minutes. Who, who would wanna practice making a proposal? Uh, I have a proposal that I want to share something instead of making a proposal. Okay, I accept. Do you accept? Okay. So uh, I just like going about this kind of avatar and I thought about it and I realized that I, I, I came into the possibility management with the hidden intention of creating a, a, another fixed culture that would fit me. Like kind of uh, like, you know, like, like this, this, this will create a culture that will fit my idea of culture. And I'm really feel a lot of fear of living in a constantly evolving culture when I have nothing to hold on. And I don't have these roots in a ancestry. So there's like nothing to, 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 uh, to, yeah, to hold on, to stand on. And I have a lot of fear about that. And yeah. And it's what said that I realized that about the possibility that, that I will create something that, that I can put on people that fits me, actually. 
Thank you. Thank you. I mean, so that was not a proposal. That was a sharing about your fear. Yeah, you said that. He said okay. he has a proposal that he would do a sharing instead of a proposal. Great. Yeah. Thank you. And anything else from anybody else about this? So I have a proposal that this week we it would be the experiment this week to experiment practice how to make proposal and then there's this whole other domain of transformational proposal which are how to create uh like evolution how to how to how to yeah how to produce evolution in your game world so you can have a proposal that are useful like the clinton just made that was just a proposal but you can also make transformational proposal. And that's about basically more evolving a whole game world or evolving a whole relationship. And that we can, we can report like the, the, the possibility, the telegram group would be a place where we can report on our experiments for that. Yeah, and especially if any of you are working in any kind of a job anywhere and really figure out some proposals to make start being a proposal maker at your work and the first ones can be small you know let's let's buy a thousand paper clips and so we don't have to pay so much money for the small boxes of paper clips we've got one big box and i'll distribute the paper clips do you accept my proposal and then you can start making a proposal like let's let's have meetings with no table in the middle Let's have meetings where the agenda is not already decided before we come together and have a meeting. So there's no agenda before the meeting. Let's have a meeting where we can make proposals and divide up into nodes. I mean, you can make all these proposals at work. I mean, and I, I would add, it's great to, to have this practice of starting your sentence by saying, I propose, instead of let's, because that was your the sentence you had, Clinton. Yeah. I would just say, I propose that, and then... Will anybody do this? Does anybody accept yeah. the proposal? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Cool. Okay. And the Spark 121, I really encourage you to read it and let it sink in. It's a really empowerment. It's a big empowerment in there. Thank you. Okay. I I will send out another doodle and try to figure out when we can meet regularly and this is my it would be a first proposal and and it can it can change as we as we go along this path thank you yeah thank you all for being here in this space thanks i had a great time being with you and harvey gar for your possibilitator training poland this is <laughs> thank you for holding the space you're welcome Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Woo! Uh. <laughs>